Welcome to Gibson Perkins Income and Estate Tax Podcast for April 2021. I'm Ted Perkins and I'm here with Marty Pesner to discuss the most significant events impacting income and estate taxes during the month of April. Perhaps the most significant event is President Biden announcing on April 28th the outline of his American Families Plan. As it relates to taxes, the plan represents a push by the White House for a sweeping overhaul of the U.S. tax system to make rich people and rich companies pay their fair share of tax. The Biden administration's proposal would increase the top income tax rate for individuals from its present 37% to 39.6%. The 39.6% rate would start with people earning $400,000 a year or more. According to the White House, this increase will only affect the top 1% of taxpayers. The top rate on long-term capital gains would almost double, raising from 20% to 39.6%. The Biden administration representatives indicate that only taxpayers whose income exceed $1 million would be subject to the higher tax on capital gains. In addition, the current net investment income tax surtax of 3.8% imposed on high-income taxpayers would likely continue to apply. Thus, the new top federal tax rate on capital gains would total 43.4%. Several tax law changes provided in the American Rescue Plan Act are set to expire at the end of 2021. The 2021 child tax credit of $3,600 per child under 6 and $3,000 per child ages 6 through 17 is fully refundable and payable in advance. It will revert for 2022 to $2,000 per child under 17 unless extended by legislation. In the American Families Plan, President Biden proposes extending the increased child tax credit through 2025 and makes its full refundability and advanced payment features permanent. In a similar fashion, the child-dependent tax credit was made more generous for 2021 than for later years. For 2021, the maximum credit for one individual is $4,000 and $8,000 for two or more qualifying individuals as refundable for some taxpayers. Unless amended in the interim in 2022, the credit would become non-refundable with maximums decreasing to $1,050 for one qualifying individual and $2,100 for two or more. Also, the earned income tax credit was increased and expanded for childless workers for 2021 by the American Rescue Plan Act. The American Families Act would make the expansion of and increases in the allowance for these credits permanent. The Biden administration also proposes to make permanent the premium reductions for the Affordable Care Act health insurance coverage that was enacted in the American Rescue Plan and made effective for two years through premium tax credits. Additional proposals include a repeal of the step-up and basis rule that enables families to pass property down from one generation to another without paying any tax on the increases in the property's value over time. The Biden administration has announced that family-owned farms passed down to family members who operate the property will be protected with respect to this change. Additionally, gains will not be taxed when appreciated property is contributed to charity. The Biden plan also would close the carried interest loophole that allows partners employed by private equity and hedge funds, as well as other investment partnerships, to receive partnership interest tax-free 
and to pay only capital gains tax when they dispose of their interests, thereby never paying ordinary income tax rates. In addition, the plan would limit the present law real estate tax break for like-kind exchanges that allows real estate investors to defer taxation when they exchange real property. Under the plan, the deferral would end for capital gains in excess of $500,000. President Biden has proposed increasing the corporate income tax rate from 21% in effect since 2018 to 28%. The Biden administration has also recommended a new corporate minimum tax of 15% on book income to prevent profitable companies from avoiding U.S. tax. A particular goal of the Biden plan is discouraging U.S. corporations from moving intangible assets and related profits abroad to controlled subsidiaries in countries with lower tax rates than those in the U.S. The plan would repeal the current exemption for the first 10% return on foreign investment and would end the preferential tax rate of half the 21% domestic rate on the remainder of foreign profits. Thus, the U.S. would levy a minimum tax of 21% on multinational corporations' income. No mention was made in the plan in regard to the federal estate tax, but the proposal floated during the presidential campaign was a reduced estate tax exclusion of $3,500,000. There is some concern that if higher rates for individuals are enacted this year, they would be retroactive. The Kiplinger tax letter doesn't think so. It's too soon to tell whether Democrats could even pass tax heights on individuals, but even if they do, any changes would likely take effect in 2022 or possibly even later. Kiplinger also thinks the chances of a corporate tax height are pretty good, but predicts a raise in the C-Corporation tax rate to around 25%, but doesn't expect any tax increases to apply to 2021. The CARES Act halted required minimum distributions for IRAs and 401ks for 2020. An extension of the waiver wasn't included in the latest stimulus package, the American Rescue Plan. People aged 72 and older must take RMDs for 2021 by year-end with two exceptions. Individuals who turn 72 this year can postpone taking their payout until April 1, 2022 and people who work past 72 can delay their RMDs from their current employer's 401k until they retire. This is provided they don't own more than 5% of the firm that employs them. Expenses paid with 2020 PPP loans can be deducted on your 2021 tax return. The IRS has issued guidance on a safe harbor which permits qualifying taxpayers who have PPP loans who did not deduct expenses related to those loans incurred in 2020 on their 2020 returns. Under the guidance, those taxpayers may deduct those expenses on their returns for 2021 instead of filing an amended return or requesting an administrative adjustment for the 2020 tax year. The employee retention credit is a refundable tax credit against certain employment taxes equal to 50% of qualified wages an eligible employer paid to employees after March 12, 2020 and before January 1, 2021. As a result of recent legislation, eligible employers can now claim a refundable tax credit against the employer's share of Social Security tax equal to 70% 
of the qualified wages they pay to employees after December 31, 2020 through June 30, 2021. Employers can access the credit for the first and second quarters of 2021 prior to filing their employment tax returns by reducing employment tax deposits. Also, if the employer's employment tax deposits are not sufficient to cover the credit, the employer may get an advance payment from the IRS. In Notice 2021-23, the IRS explains the changes to the employee retention credit and how to claim the credit for the first two calendar quarters of 2021. President Biden plans to propose an $80 billion funding boost for the Internal Revenue Service over the next decade, a major expansion of the tax agency that would double its enforcement staffing and give it new tools to combat tax dodging by the wealthiest Americans. The administration projects that its plan will generate about $700 billion dollars of revenue over 10 years. An interesting aspect of the proposal would require banks to report annual account inflows and outflows to the Internal Revenue Service directly. The IRS has also announced that a group of agents and specialists will now focus on large partnerships and their owners. The IRS will use data analytics to select the returns for examination. The IRS Independent Office of Appeals has issued a procedural memo that requires appeals officers to offer a virtual conference to taxpayers who request in-person conferences that can't be accommodated. Offering a virtual appeals conference was not previously required in this situation. The American Rescue Plan of 2021 excludes from income up to $10,200 of unemployment compensation paid in 2020. The IRS has announced that beginning in May and continuing through the summer, it will automatically issue refunds to eligible people who have already filed a tax return reporting unemployment compensation as taxable before the recent changes made by the American Rescue Plan Act. Under this process, eligible taxpayers will not have to file an amended tax return to receive a refund. The IRS will compute their tax liability by taking those items into consideration. This process will also apply to the treatment of the excess advanced premium tax credit. If you want to know what happened to your refund for 2020, you can check your refund status using the Where's My Refund tool on irs.gov or the IRS2Go mobile app. What's a restaurant? The Taxpayer Certainty and Disaster Tax Relief Act of 2020 provided a temporary exception to the 50% limitation for expenses for food and beverages provided by a restaurant. In Notice 2021-25, the IRS has set out what is and what is not a restaurant for purposes of this exception. Pursuant to the notice, the term restaurant means a business that prepares and sells food or beverages to retail customers for immediate consumption, regardless of whether the food or beverage is consumed on the business premises. However, a restaurant does not include a business that primarily sells prepackaged food or beverages not for immediate consumption, such as a grocery store, specialty food store, beer, wine, or liquor store, drug store, convenience store, newsstand, or vending machine. In regard to state and local taxes, Pennsylvania, effective for taxable years beginning after December 31, 2020, modifies the corporate net income tax return filing deadline from 30 days after the due date of the federal return to 15 days of the month following the due date of the federal tax return. Maryland 
has enacted the first digital advertising tax in the country. It's imposed on firms with global gross revenues of $100 million or more that have at least $1 million of gross revenues derived from digital advertising services in the state, such as advertising on web-based banners. The tax rate ranges from 2.5% to 10% and is based on the amount of the business's worldwide gross revenues. Opponents of the tax have sued the state. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce and others claim the tax is unconstitutional and violates the Internet Tax Freedom Act. A few more states have proposed such a tax, including New York, West Virginia, and Indiana. Others are likely waiting to see how the Maryland tax fares before moving forward. And that brings you up to date for the month of April 2021. Look for your next time on the Gibson and Perkins Income Tax and Estate Tax Update for May of 2021.